What's up, Junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, D. Scott Panza, here to break down the last and final week of the NFL season. Maybe throw in, actually, Scott, we could probably do a little bit of uh, college football championship game rematch if we wanted to. Yes. Um, Yes. And week 18, never before seen in the history of the NFL. So if you're watching football on Sunday, congratulations, you're a part of history. With that being yeah. said, also, congratulations. You get to hear Scott Panza's voice. Scott, how are we doing? <laughs> wow, we're doing great. We're doing great. We're gearing up for a little snowstorm up here in the Northeast. Hopefully not too bad. They've already canceled school tomorrow. Nice. So, uh, you know, that means we're due to get no snow and just, uh, you know, shove it. Just shove it, weather people. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got a little... Uh, we got a little week 18 action um and uh you know i'm still bummed last week i was i was trying to get to the jets pat uh jets bucks game turned out to be an awesome game uh a lot of you know a lot of good drama there and i'm 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 bummed i didn't get there but uh what a what a week i i'm out on ab takes i'm out yeah. every time i see this, someone tweet about the story yeah i'm over I'm it yeah i'm way over it I'm way over. I didn't even click the OnlyFans story about him hooking up with an OnlyFans model uh, and she having, I guess, the COVID, the cocoa, and, uh, <laughs> you know, all the drama that's going with that. I did not even click on that story. I will not. Don't want to talk about AB. He's, uh, he, uh, the Bucks are doing the opposite of what they did last year. Last year, going into the playoffs, everyone was healthy. Right. This year, complete opposite. Nobody's healthy. Mike Evans is uh, is limping around out there. No Godwin, no AB. Gronk might be their healthiest player, and that's not that's not good. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like this is a team that normally uh, we joked last year and called it the LeBron treatment, where you just kind of make your way through the regular season, and then as you get closer to the playoffs, you kind of just start really cranking it up and I think they were hitting on all cylinders on both sides of the football last year and they definitely aren't doing that this year but I feel like you lose all the distraction hopefully uh, when it comes to that but like you said I feel like every year we've talked about this clown and at the end of the day it's like it's time to move on as a, as everybody yeah. the guy yeah, gave him I, a peace sign and said it's been fun and ran off the field and so you know what you're done like you're done I'm out yeah, he's 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 at NFL. He's not affecting any lines. Let's let's focus on the good stuff. Yeah. Why I watch football, not the drama. Exactly. I don't watch it to for the reality show. Uh huh. I could give an I could give a rip. Bachelor's back this week though, Scott. Bachelor's back. Okay. Uh yeah, a lot of people are tweeting about that. This guy looks like such a herb though. <laughs> he is a beefcake. I will say, uh, the best thing I've discovered is David Spade has like done. He's like recorded himself watching it, and he just kind of talks out loud, and it's it's quite entertaining. Right? Yeah, it, it cracks That's me up just because it's David Spade. But hey, we'll we'll talk. Uh, we'll, we'll do that on our Bachelor podcast uh, coming next week. But uh, <laughs> so I guess yeah, we'll hint at it. We you you hit on last week a little, or you want to talk a little bit more about last week um, performance wise, oh, yeah. or are we are we yeah, on we to week it. eighteen? We had a four and one week, but uh, you know, didn't move up too much. A lot of people had good weeks. Uh, Steelers, Wonkvader got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, last game for Big Ben, but oh, you sure. know, the the Browns the Browns laid out laid over. 
uh, you know, Baker Mayfield's done. Looks like a divorce is coming in Cleveland. Who could have saw that coming? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's really regressed this year. I, I, I mean, I think the I think the Steelers should take a, a shot at him though. I think uh, they they need a quarterback and maybe Mike Tomlin and Co can get him right uh, and get some revenge on the Browns. Uh, let's see what else. Chargers never in doubt. Just absolutely steamrolled uh, uh, the Broncos. I forget. It was a it was a good it was a good profitable weekend, but. Uh, Won a fantasy uh, uh, playoff. That was uh, great. DK Metcalf, Devonta Adams got me there. That was thrilling. And uh, now we're just, you know, we're we're right at 190th. Uh, I mean, uh, had a very strong season, but I think it's just going to be short of cashing unless I go 5-0 and with uh, pure contrarian plays. So uh, strong year. I'll tell you, I got I did get bailed out. The, the, the Vegas Raiders. Uh, saved me quite a bit of cash this past weekend because I had the Colts under 10. And at worst, I can push on it after uh, what the the Colts got hot late, late in the season. Uh, so the Raiders have saved me some cash on my futures. My futures were terrible this year. Raiders loser, Colts loser, uh, Texans push or Colts push, Texans push, Bengals loser. Uh, <laughs> the Ravens under got there. Uh I'm, I'm hanging on a, a couple others, but you know, not the not the best future year. There was this wasn't like uh, you know years past where we just knocked them out of the park. This year was uh, a down year there, so kind of, kind of bumming, bumming. Yeah, hey, it's all right. You know what comes up must come down. So it's just <laughs> it doesn't. I don't enjoy it. I no. don't enjoy it. <laughs> it's all right. You know, it just yeah. means next year we're back. Reckless abandon. We're back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll be back with the the, the futures. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now we're just it's week eighteen. We're, we're we're looking to just uh, you know spike a, a five and zero week and uh, hit the the contrarian plus. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, we'll we'll keep um, as we go through these games. We'll do the NFL since they got Saturday football back in the NFL again. So we'll do the Saturday Sunday. Uh, combo wombo and then we'll hit Monday night game which is the national championship and then we'll we'll dive into uh, we're doing the three best TV shows or three favorite TV shows which three favorite. Uh, we're gonna not to bury the lead but you're gonna want to stick around for that <laughs> want to, I promise uh, so first on the card uh, Cowboys are no longer able to clinch the one seed, so it really doesn't matter. But Eagles battling for – actually, no, Eagles clinch too. So this game, kind of just a toilet bowl watch. watch. This game means nothing to both of these teams. Um, the only thing that it means slightly to the Cowboys is maybe if the Bucks or the Rams lose and they win, they move up mm. because uh, they have better conference records. But – I don't know. I see both of these teams. I don't know how to project either one of these teams. I feel like the Eagles are definitely going to lay down. Uh, they have not much to gain. Maybe they move up to the sixth seed, but, you know, what What are they playing for? If they play the Bucs, if they, they win this game, that's a, the worst possible matchup for them. <laughs> so I, I think the Eagles want to avoid playing that game. Maybe the Go Cowboys to try to get there. Well, Lambeau is going to be uh, – 
first round buy. Oh, that's right. That's right. I keep forgetting that they don't have to. Doi. Doi, doi, doi. Yeah. <laughs> so they're already locked into that. Um, so I, I, I guess I'd play the Cowboys, but I'm not going to touch this one. This is a, this is not worth it. Uh, one, one thing I'll probably will bet on this one is the under. And actually, I'm betting every game under this weekend. Uh, I heard <laughs> a, a crazy stat today. Every under I'm going to bet this weekend. Uh, in division, now, I forget what year as of uh, this is from, but in division games after week 10, like unders are hitting 70-something yeah. percent of the time. Mm-hmm. We talked about that on here. A little while ago, we did right. Yes, yep. Someone, uh, someone in my office was talking about it today too. They were probably um, been, uh, long so I'm just going to first time caller the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to fire away at every under and just see how it pans out. Yeah, I like that actually. It's ballsy. Maybe just do an under part I mean, and just pray for the boredom. The problem is like Gardner Minshew. Like, you know, if the Eagles play Minshew, he might get there. True. I'd love to know who's starting this game before I, I, I fire away. If before it's you fire away the yeah. four and a half. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, right. which actually not even next, this was supposed to be the game before uh, Chiefs-Broncos, Chiefs minus 10. So, oh, this is, oh, this is the before game. Oh, man. Uh, Drew Locke is terrible. Awful. And the Chiefs are incentivized yeah. to play – they, they're really bad. Chiefs are very incentivized to play to win because they can potentially, uh, you know, get the one seed. But much more likely, they want to stay in the two seed, so they are guaranteed at least two home playoff games. So I think the Chiefs are just going to go go lay a massive number on the Broncos. Uh, you know, the Broncos just looked dejected last week, uh, and. I just uh, I, I don't see Drew Locke putting a number up on the Chiefs, and I think Chiefs off the loss, they're gonna you know a little bit of a get right spot. And even if they play Matt Moore in the second half, uh, Drew Locke doesn't scare me. So Chiefs are bust, but I'll probably I'll try pass on this one. Yeah, I it's unreal to me still with the Chiefs that that all of a sudden not all of a sudden I mean they've just been red hot lately. But I just remember the start of the season. We're all kind of like, uh, like maybe they shouldn't have paid three players so much money because this team looks like poop. But you know, they proved me wrong. So, like I said, I think they got someone to play for. Drew Lock is absolutely awful, awful. But he's got a strong arm. So John Elway just, you know, he's another one of those. Hey, I can throw a football ninety yards from my knees. But you know what else you do when you're on your knees? Never mind. Next on the card, Lions plus three and a half taking on the Packers. Oh, man. Wonka Vader, Lions. Let's Lions go. have been bad. Motor City Kitties are just battling. They're battling. I know they got uh, just completely blown out last week. Uh, the Packers, I think what they're going to do is, and based on what I'm reading, uh, LaFleur is not going to sit everyone because then you're essentially giving your guys, you know, too much time off. I think we've seen this in the past. The Colts, they, they, they sat all their guys week 17. They had the bye week, the, the wild card weekend. They were super flat. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to get uh, an Aaron Rodgers first half, Ooh. and they'll go through the motions, and then they'll go play Jordan Love, who's terrible, God. and Tim Boyle battling for backup jobs and has looked okay at times. And, you know, Dan Man Campbell is going to get his guys ready to go playing at home. So I love the Lions this weekend. I think uh, they they send their fans out with a W. Keep your points, Vegas Lions. Ooh, I like it. 
Yeah, I <laughs> I like Lions in this spot. I just laugh. Aaron Rodgers just cracks me up. I thought it was so funny when they asked him about the voter and his thoughts on the guy. Yeah, he's a bum. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> but also just the irony of a human being going, okay, he judged me. He doesn't even know me, and now I'm calling him a bum. Yeah. He doesn't even know him. So, But also, Aaron, I mean, you came for me first, so now I'm going to retaliate at the same time. So <laughs> I don't blame him. It's just it's funny. It's all hysterical. Oh, sports, beat reporters. Holy, the problem with following all these beat reporters is I get – I have to follow all their stupid tweets about, you know, politics and nonsense. Mm -hmm. The holier than thou uh, beat reporter, yeah. sports beat reporter is just the worst. John I'm, I'm glad my man up in New England, Mike Reese, he just sticks to football. It's great. That's the only reason why I That's follow why I follow you. you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. Have like a personal account people can follow. Yeah. So you can tweet from your personal account. I don't care if it's a puff piece. Um, no. The Water Boy. I just as I long as it's football, that's all I care about. For crying out loud! Oh my God! The other my other favorite thing beat reporters do is just this is such a great read. This is a must read. They love retweeting each other, their colleagues. Oh my God! This is so much <laughs> work. You gotta read this. Yeah. Awful. 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 Not reading a single word. Thank you. Can I just see who's on the COVID list? Who's on the injury report? Who looked good at practice? Yeah. That's all I want. I'm not asking for much. <laughs> uh, we'll keep it in division. Kirky back off the COVID list. Uh, potentially the last game in purple for Kirk, Zimmer, and Spielman is what everyone's saying right now. So we'll see what happens. So Vikings minus five and a half taking on the Bears. Zimmer looks like a guy that's done. Oh, he, he's, he's got to know he's done. He, he looks like he's super pissed, he's had enough, and that's it for him. I think he's going he's gonna to land somewhere where he's going to be a great D.C. for a year or two before you know, he gets his other shot, potentially. Uh, I, I actually don't want to touch this game because I, I, I feel like the Vikings are just going to lay down. Yep. What, what is your sense on, in Vikings land? So I, I think that's everyone's like feel. for Zimmer either. No. Zimmer just, you know, dumped on their backup quarterback. And I don't think he's inspiring yeah. his players. I don't think he's a win-one-for-the-gifford type of coach. He, he ran him over with the bus uh, a couple times. Um, yeah, I, from what I'm seeing, seeing, speaking of beat writers and whatnot, but everyone just seems to be in the camp of they're shocked Kirk is even playing because they're like, this game oh. doesn't mean anything. Um, everyone just wants yeah. us to go out there and just be like, Hank it, and – Let's just get a better draft pick that yeah. then everyone proceeds to joke and say, which Rick Spielman will trade back for another seven fifth round picks and get nobody <laughs> for. So, it, you know, it just, it's a constant spiral of, of anger and anguish. Hey, and at least they purgatory. did Justin Jefferson. It's true. But, and another guy was like, and I, I, part of me, I was like, look, man, just give a guy credit at some point. But they're all like, the only reason that we have Justin Jefferson is because the Eagles are stupid and they didn't take him and we would have because we were going to trade back and get corners in the early yeah. second and get picks. And they're like, we literally know that he was going to trade back until they didn't take Justin Jefferson. So I think it's just a lack of aggression. You know, they say, oh, we tried to trade up for Justin Fields. Um, instead, we end up trading back and we hardly have any rookies playing. But. <laughs> it's it's madness. So I'm 
the Wolves are supposed they're going to be at the game. They're going to meet quickly and have a decision by Monday morning. So, because yeah. they're like, we want to act and act quickly. And who do you think is going to be the next Vikings coach? I would love for Kellen Moore. Oh, okay. All right. I just I don't think everyone keeps posting Brian Leftwich. I'm like I feel like Brian Leftwich is just hiding behind Tom Brady. Like is he really that good of a coach? I mean, he might be. I don't know, but I'm just saying like if if we're looking at it in my Moore is one of the most talented mental offensive players I think that's been in football for a little bit, but he just lacks the uh, physical talent. Yeah. And I, Dak wasn't really a guy that anyone thought was going to be anything coming out. And for Mike McCarthy, when they cleaned house, go, hey, I'm keeping this guy. And McCarthy's an offensive guy going, hey, no, I want to keep him. That speaks volumes in itself to me. Um, and the same thing with, I forget the Chiefs offensive coordinator. I think that's another name that's been thrown around. The anime. Yeah. Which. Again, I think you can go, is he good or does he just have a generational talent playing the quarterback position that just makes him look good? Well, so, I don't know. we'll see. Yeah, the things with, you know, you never know with offensive coordinators, especially guys who have been in the seat for a while. It's like, are they going to be good coaches or not, you know, or right. any coordinator. So, I don't know, you know, who knows? I mean, if... if Half of it is, do you have the right quarterback? And then a quarter of it, are you in the right organization? Right. You know? So yeah. uh, if you if you could be a great coach and then you're starting, you know, I don't know, who, who could, you're starting Andy Dalton at quarterback. Yeah. You look like a back coach. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and that's the thing. I know. mean, you got 20, 2018 was a long time ago now. You know, it's since yeah. the Minneapolis miracle and we were in a win now mentality. And we brought in Kirk, and we paid the farm. And whoops, hasn't been. We've, been, we've made the playoffs once, and we upset the Saints. Great, but we got run over by a buzzsaw in San Francisco. So it is what it is. Yeah. So you but, don't sound. You tell, this sounds like a Bears bet is in order. Any Dalton Nick Foles action magic? Our secondary is terrible. Um, well, it doesn't help either. Patrick Peterson was like, hey, this team's going to look totally different next year. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. Everyone's already just. All right. Yeah, enough All on the Vikings. Right. We'll talk Bears. about your team here. We'll go Pats minus six <laughs> taking on the Dolphins in Miami. Oh, actually, I don't want any part of this game. I don't know what type of Dolphins team you're, you're going to get on Sunday. I don't know if they're going to rest guys. They're just going to lay over. But I, I kind of feel like Brian Fuller is going to try to let it rip against the Pats. So I'd be inclined to bet the Dolphins. Uh, also, Patriots traveling down to Miami yeah. late in the season has never gone too well for them. So uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very scared about this game. We don't really need it, but I want to stay where we are in the standings. Um, and I'm sure they do, too. I'm sure they want to go on a high note. I'm sure they want their defense to go on a high note. And they can really take advantage of this really bad Miami offensive line. Uh, you want to start peaking at the right time. You want your guys, you know, you want all systems go. So, mm-hmm. uh I, I think the Dolphins are going to battle. I think six is a lot. Um, so I'm going to stay away from this one. If I was going to bet it, going to the head, I'd be on the Dolphins. So I'm just going to stay away. 
Yeah, uh, we were talking about them being red hot. What was that, last week? They stunk last week. God, they uh, got ugly. absolutely thumped. Absolutely thumped by the Titans. And Derek, speaking of, well, I will save that for later. Um, don't want to bury, don't want to bury the lead again. But yeah, I'm. Pats in Miami this late usually means Dolphins. So yeah. I'm, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards fins up. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. Historically speaking, you got, I feel like you got to go fins up. Next yeah. on the card. 16 is the spread. Coincidentally, number 16 playing quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jags plus 16 at home taking on the Colts. Oh, my God. They look so bad, the Jaguars, last week in their 50-10. to 10. At least they scored a touchdown somehow. Yeah. They have no talent offensively. They have nobody there. Uh, the Colts need this game. They, they have not clinched. Uh, but I did read a stat earlier that teams needing a win to clinch since 2003 are 10 and 22 against the spread of more than three. Wow. So that's quite a stat there. Say that one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> 2000 since 2003 teams that must win to get into the playoffs are 10 and 22 Jeez. against the spread when the spread is more than three. Unreal. The Jags and also the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville is, since 2014, according to Twitter. And surprise, that was the shock of the year last year. That, that's right. That na- that nailed a bunch of people week one in Survivor. Mm-hmm. Week one or two. Yeah, week one. Week one. They, the Jags didn't win the rest of the year. <laughs> that's right. I Amazing. remember because I bet the Jags under. I was like, oh, no. Am I, do I have to be worried? <laughs> no. <laughs> Didn't even sweat for a second. <laughs> uh, so I guess the Jags is the play. Wow. They have nobody. Wow. That's, that's something you get to. the win- that, that, It's going to be 11 I'm, and 22 <laughs> after this I'll, week. I'll tell you. You know, the type of weekend that I need, this is like a perfect play. No one's going to play the Jags. It's true. It'll have probably a lot of people trying to play it safe with the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, will there be a lot of people trying to play it safe uh, with Bills minus 16 as well, taking on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets? Man, I'll tell you. And this is not a must win, so I'm happy to lay the 16 with the, the Bills. Jets, I think last week they played their like miracle game mm-hmm. against the Bucks. Now they're going to go lay an egg against the Bills. The <laughs> Bills, they're angry. They want to make sure they rock up that division. They're going to take no prisoners. They don't want the Patriots sneaking by. Uh, so they they moved this game to 425 with the Pats. They would need to make sure that they win win easily so they can uh, stay hit, stay ahead of the Pats. I think the Bills are just going to blow the doors off the Jets. Uh, the Jets are just – they have an awesome game they played last week. It ain't happening again. Not up in Buffalo where it's going to be cold. Ugh. It's going to be ugly. It was it was nice on Sunday in in, in the Meadowlands. Ain't going to be that way in Buffalo. Lay the 16. <laughs> yeah, it's uh... – You know, Zach Wilson has no one to throw to. You know, Braxton Berrios, great story. His girlfriend is a smoke. God bless Braxton Berrios. <laughs> you know. This is, this is not happening against the Bills on Sunday. <laughs> it was. That was their Super Bowl last week for sure. Uh, 
But then Tom's, Tom had to remind everyone who he was. Yeah, pull the Aaron Rodgers in Chicago. Like I they own you. That game on purpose, the Jets. Yeah, he tried to throw it. Oh my God! Like, what are you doing, sneaking on fourth and two against that defensive line? What are you doing, it's Tom? He's he's always out to prove something. Everyone talks about how slow he is, so he feels like he has to like show that he can move his legs somehow. That's great. Uh, next, speaking of the Bucks. Yeah, speaking of the Bucks, minus eight at home against the Panthers. White flag. I mean, the Panthers are terrible, but so uh, I don't know. I don't know with this one. Uh, the Bucks. I think they just need to rest, guys. I know Mike Evans. He needs like fifty something yards for his like tenth straight thousand yard season, but he did not look good against the Jets last week. So I think it behooves the Bucks to sit him. So Brady, no Ronald Jones, no Leonard Fournette. I mean, I think it, like the Bucks should just. I know they need to win this game to keep pace with the Rams potentially, who uh, who are going to be playing at the same time to clinch a playoff spot, but. I think they need to just get healthy and they need to keep everyone upright and just who cares? You're, you're, you're <laughs> worse, you know, the fourth seed, whatever. You went on the road three times last year and won in the playoffs. So just rest your guys. Uh, so Panthers are bust. I want nothing on. Actually, I'm not betting the Panthers. They're terrible. So no, no playing this one. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the Panthers are just awful. Absolutely awful. And, I'm interested to see what Tam- – so does Tom – how do the, the Bucks respond? Obviously, a lot of off-the-field noise. Then we said we're done talking about it, so I won't – he who shall not be named will not be named. Does Tom go, hey, we need to have a good week of practice, come out and at least do a good half of football and go up 14-3? I think the Bucks could do that. And then, I mean, they are not – the Panthers are not scoring – at all. No. So I think if Tom gets two touchdowns and a half. Just sit him. Yeah, and then you just let him ride a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. And like you said, you're you're it's so much hypothetical information of how our team's going to play this yeah. situation. Are you gonna have the afternoon games like this? Um like uh I guess there's really no. They're all at the one. Tw- or no, yeah. So this Bucks would be the the four o'clock slot for the East Coast. Um, are you gonna have them scoreboard watching and go? Okay, they the team that we needed to lose for us to secure this spot lost. So now we're like we're done. <laughs> so like, you just you don't know. And so I honestly, I think the play too would be to just put in for all like the one o'clock games and just and then be done for the day and then you don't have to worry about hypothetical scenarios and how things play out uh or if you do have an afternoon game just know what you have to pull for in the one o'clock slot Mm. next on the card texans plus 10 taking on the titans this one's in houston uh, Titans really need this one, um, and the Texans, I think they're just, uh, you know, happy to be, uh, you know, competent the last few weeks. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Titans need this one desperately. Mike Vrabel, uh, probably coach of the year with what he's done with this roster. Uh, they had just some huge wins. They're getting Derrick Henry back. Yep. The 
they kind of do need to make sure they lock this up early because they need to make sure that AJ Brown and Julio Jones get an extra week to to rest up because Julio's had this hamstring issue, AJ Brown's had the knee issue. They need to make sure they can get Derrick Henry back for the playoffs. So I think they make quick work of the Texans. Try to just you know blitzkrieg them early. Uh, so Titans, uh, I, I like them in the spot. But you know we just talked about that. Uh, well, they, do they need to win? Does this qualify as a need to win? They're already in. Um, yeah, I I play the attempt the the Titans. I don't think the Texans can really keep pace with a really bad offensive line against this pass rush of the Titans. And I think they're just going to grind this game out on the ground, and it's going to be a big problem for the Texans. So Titans late ten. Yeah, I, huge news for Titans with with Henry coming back and. You know, they're in a position where they could get... I mean, think about it. If they win this game, because they could lock up the one and get a first-round yeah, bye. Yeah, they need this to lock it up. Yeah. And then Henry's got two weeks to we talked know, about really get into it. A, f- a few weeks ago, uh, and it, you know, to win, this, or to win the AFC was like 8-1. to one. I was yep. like, if they get Derrick Henry back, we were not even anticipating a Chiefs loss to the Bengals. Right. Now they get home field. This is a problem team. They've won big games this year. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. Mm-hmm. They beat the Rams. They beat someone else. They, they had a great season uh, when they had all their guys healthy. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, with Derrick Henry coming back, no one wants to play the Texans or the Titans. Why am I saying the People Texans? want to play Everyone the Texans. People don't want to play the yeah. Titans. <laughs> The Chargers don't want to play the Texans. Oh, the Chargers have to play a must-win game on Sunday because they couldn't beat the freaking Texans. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It hurts so good. Next, I love, uh, that, I love that there's a must-win game on Sunday night. That's the best. Yeah, well, it just makes you feel like you're watching football. So the early, it's like the wild card for the wild card game. It's great. Yeah. Uh, the last time saying this, although I think they already screwed the pooch on leaking the team name, but. The football team, minus seven, taking on the football giants in New York. Who? What's the leaked name? Uh, I think they're the Red Tails. The Red Tails? Oh, yeah. God, awful. That is so bad. Well, it's... it's... We, can, we can talk about it off, uh, off the pod. <laughs> it gets political really uh, quick. <laughs> uh, I'm out on this game. Both teams stink. Uh, Giants really stink. Mm. Uh, they should be booing everything that comes out of that locker room on Sunday, mm-hmm. the way they've looked the past few weeks. They're, Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm versus Tyler Henneke. Uh, going to the head, Taylor Henneke, but I don't want to touch any bit of this. No one's going to bet the Giants. No one should want to bet the Giants. Hard, hard pass. Oh, Fromm, so bad. So bad. Yep. Um, ah, pass for me as well. I don't think I'll ever... If this even sniffs my television screen, I'm going to be so pissed off. Like, red zone shouldn't even show it. Like, even if they are scoring, don't even put it on the screen. No, no one the good news is there won't be any scoring. <laughs> yeah, it won't be on the screen. No one will even be in the red zone. It'll just be yeah. played between the opposing team's 20-yard lines. Oh, that's awesome. Next on the card, Falcons plus four and a half at home, taking on the Saints. Love, love, the love the Falcons. Rookie head coach. Aging quarterback, you know, uh, and a bunch of young guys battling for jobs for next year and a chance to play spoiler in division against Satan's 
not looking good. Taysom Hill, not a good quarterback. So them going on the road, laying a lot of points. I, I love the Falcons in this spot. I think, uh, you know, they really battled last week against the Bills. They gave it away in the second half. Uh, the defense had some good spurts there. Um, and I, I think they're just going to, you know, although Cordero Patterson hasn't been as explosive of late, they've given more of a timeshare between him and Mike Davis. Uh, Kyle Pitts is out there to try to break some uh, rookie tight end records. Um, I, I think that they battle for their rookie head coach and Falcons keep your points Vegas. Falcons beat the Saints, spoil uh, what the Saints hope could be a, a playoff catapulting if uh, the Niners lose. Yeah, uh, I, I do. I think the Falcons is a smart play here, Scott. Um, I just I don't know what this New Orleans Saints team is. I don't know what this Atlanta Falcons team is either. But if I'm getting points at home in division, I feel like that checks all the junkie boxes. So yeah, I'm rolling with it. I like it. Um, I we hinted at this game, uh, Scott. I think you said this was going to be the early Walkovator Steelers <laughs> plus six traveling to Baltimore. Oh, it was going to be. And then uh, and the Lions happen. Yeah, then the Lions have it. You know, uh, no no Lamar. So I don't feel comfortable laying six with Taylor Hunt, Tyler Huntley. Um, and, you know, I got some hope that the Steelers uh, squeak out a win and go over eight and a half and cash a, a future ticket for me. So I'm staying away. I was going to bet auto bet against the Steelers after this last Monday nighter, but uh, not with this Ravens team, the way that they're, uh, you know, injured and banged up, no Lamar. Their, their season's really done. I, they're quote-unquote alive, but they're really not alive, and they'll probably, you know, <laughs> I'm not too excited. They're so unalive that the NFL put them Yeah. I'm still alive and I'm barely breathing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good song. Uh, next on the card we got four left pretty sad but surprised but well i guess i shouldn't say surprised um Bengals plus six and a half we already talked about a huge win for them last week plus six and a half joey b going absolutely dummy jamar chase uh phenomenal year again proves what jared always said that that lsu team had probably some of the best offensive power uh, in college, recent college football history oh with, goodness. I mean, what Joe Burrow is doing and what Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson breaking the record and then Jamar Chase breaking it the next year. How, I really don't understand. How are they firing Coach O after having put that team together? He didn't recruit those kids. Oh, he didn't? No. Who did? Uh, uh, Mess oh, Lyles. Les Miles. Woo, dyslexia. But yeah, Les Miles oh, recruited really? all those kids. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. All right, let's see. I don't know college. <laughs> yeah, I think Coach yeah. O was there. Like they had just been recruited, and then I think when they were freshmen was when. Uh, yeah, because Joe Burrow was the quarterback when Les Miles got fired. It was like the, it was the fire bowl between Les Miles and Gus Malzahn, and we won. Unless Miles got fired right after. Basically, everyone knew whatever team lost, their coach was getting canned after the game. Got it. And then the next yeah. year, they went absolutely dummy and won a national championship. Yeah. What a team. What a, what team. a team. Phenomenal talent. But, yes, Bengals plus six and a half traveling to yeah. Cleveland. 
Uh, I don't know. It feels like the Browns are laying down. I don't get why they're laying. I mean, I know why they're laying six and a half because it's Brandon Allen. <laughs> but I don't know. This is one of those games that I don't want any part of because I, I don't know what either team is bringing. So this just this feels messy. So this is a, an auto fade. I love a good auto fade. I'm with you. I, I looked at the line. It felt weird. But this is also, I feel like, another one of those. <clears throat> It is in the 10 o'clock slot, but it's have the Browns just totally given up um, on Baker, on everything. Uh, do they wish that they could somehow get OBJ back and get rid of Baker? Yes. But uh, that's beside the point. I'm with you. I'm probably just going to – I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, <laughs> Cardinals minus 6.5 taking on the Seahawks at home. Cards been sliding a little bit. They've been sliding down, but yeah, the big one last week. Yeah, uh, it, the question is: Is this a win-one for the Gipper type of game for Pete Carroll? Uh, like, hey, let's go send that on top before he goes into his nursing home. You know, drinking milk, mm. chewing gum, probably you know hustling some uh, some other of the older guys at the the poker table yeah uh telling some old uh you know stories about uh <laughs> you know his days in the nfl uh putting people to sleep uh, <laughs> uh i don't know if this is going to be a win-win for the gipper i i think that it, it probably is and they're going to really compete in this game they played great last week finally get the run game going uh, so I think six and a half is a bit too much to the Seahawks team. And, you know, one more time, I'm ready to get my heart broken by uh, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm definitely going to be wagering uh, a few shekels on Russell, hustle and bustle. Maybe his last game in Seattle. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him uh, spread his wings and go elsewhere. Uh, uh, I'd love to see him particularly in Denver because I think that team would just be awesome. But probably not going to do that given that you have to play Mahomes and uh, Herbert (laughs) four times a year combined so Seahawks love them love it let them cook one last time huh one last time let Russ cook one more as Emma likes to say right now every time we do something one more time but she keeps saying it over and over and over again after we do it one more time yeah you don't know until you ask one more puzzle yeah. All right. One more time, Emma. Do the puzzle one more time. One Just more one time. more time around the block. Come on, Dad. We can do this together, me and you. Uh, yeah, I. I hope they do. It's just been it's been sad watching this Seahawks team that was so dominant suddenly just. So not. Hey, but we got <laughs> Seahawks uh, quarterback coach now the offensive coordinator at Auburn. Oh, nice. All right. Who's that? Couldn't tell you. I should know by now. It's going to take me probably three months to remember his name. Doesn't really matter. Because <laughs> it's not going to matter. Uh, Rams minus four taking on the Niners. I think it's going to be a really good matchup. Uh, COVID is hammering the 49ers defensive backs right now. So Rams in a position where they're going to want to make sure that they win, keep uh, a stranglehold of the two spot. Uh, and I'm sure McVay would love to play spoiler, spoiler against uh, Kyle Shanahan. Um, so Rams minus four. I, I really like him in this spot. But my spidey sentences tell me that. Doesn't Shanahan have like a great record? Against McVeigh, 
Am I hallucinating that? Like they owned. I them. think so. I think you're. No, I don't think you're hallucinating that. I think that's fact. I think Shanahan's like five and zero against him. Something like that. I'll fact check it. I'll fact check. Fact check me. Fact check me. Go go wapo on me. Fact check me. Uh, they did embarrass them thirty-one to ten earlier in the year. So I think uh, you know the Rams would really love to go lay a number. The Rams are not peaking at the right time. They are looking pretty dismal uh, the last few games. I mean, needing a last-second touchdown against a backup quarterback is not the way you want to play Week Seventeen in uh, pretty much a must-win spot. So. Maybe this is a chance to get right and, and shake some demons and take it to a Niners secondary that's going to be just depleted. So Rams minus four, unless Micah comes out and tells me that Shanahan is like 7-0 against McVay. Then I guess um, I should have known. I'm seeing he's won the last five, I think. Yeah. Good way to shake the demons, McVay. Make us proud. Yeah. Rams. Yeah. Yeah, as of the... The 21st or whatever, whenever they played this year with the beatdown, has won the last five. Oh, God. Yeah, I like the Rams in this spot, too. And then last but not least, now is this – Are the Ra- do you have a futures on the Raiders? Uh, they, were, they sailed over the over That's what I thought. two weeks ago. And then last week, uh, that was the whole rant, how they got me there on the Colts yeah. under – so Raiders plus three at home taking on the Chargers. Uh, man, <laughs> who's going to bet the Raiders on Sunday? Nobody. Nobody. Right? Nobody. Nobody's going to bet the Raiders on Sunday. Nobody. Um, so I'm going to stay away. And I know that's just like such a cop-out, but <laughs> no one's going to want to bet the Raiders. And I just have – nightmares about Sunday night games last week of the year. Two of my biggest losses uh, have been on Sunday night last week of the year. So I'm going to not shake the demons. I'm going to stay away from this one. Uh, I assume the Chargers are going to win, which probably means the Raiders are going to win, and I'm not going to watch, and I'm going to just turn away. So no play for me. I don't want to watch it. I'm going to forget that Sunday night uh, games last week of the year never happened, and uh, I'm going to pass. Cop out. Cop out. I'm sorry. I don't want to touch this one. Death Star on Sunday night? I mean. Yeah, another Raiders corner getting popped for DUI is just a bad omen this late in the year. I feel like Especially you got everything it. they've yeah. gone through. Hey, maybe don't go out and drink and drive. I think uh, I think you, you learned that lesson firsthand. Better than yeah. anybody. So, yeah. What are you doing? Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm with you. And then Monday night, the granddaddy of them all. Just kidding. That was uh, that one already happened. But college football taking over the Monday night slot. You got Georgia-Bama rematch. I have Bama money line plus 125. Uh, if only there was a game that happened recently – that you know, reporters and stuff could go to for a breakdown of potentially what the matchups are going to be in this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I what I did notice because I did watch the Bama uh, Georgia game the first time, the Mechie, the 
the wide receiver for Bama was all over the field. Yeah. And then he tore his ACL, right? Correct. He will not be that playing. Feels like a, that feels like a big problem for him, but I have no idea. So I'm going to bet Bama. I think that will uh, affect a little bit of the game. Uh, I will say right now, 57% of the money is on Georgia with only 35% of the bets. So big money coming in on the dogs. And I get it. It's hard to beat the same team twice. Um, I just Kirby can't seem to get uh, past his bull cut to get over Old Saint Nick uh, in any game of any importance. He can recruit great, he can coach great, but when it comes to taking down his old mentor, he doesn't do too hot. Uh, now, granted, not a lot of people do. Jimbo Fisher, I think, is like the only assistant to beat Nick Saban. Uh, but. I am I'm gonna just play the plus one twenty five Bama money line because I feel like that's the smart money. Uh and and go from there. Cause I don't think if Georgia wins, I don't think Georgia wins by three. That's my two cents. I like that. Uh the lot I mean the college football playoff. Like why do people clamor for a college football playoff when we just had the quote unquote four top best the four top teams and they're both blowouts. Yep. No, I'm with you. I I want the BCS back. Give me the BCS, the, BCS? Back. the what it was I, before this, where it was the computer generated based on everything, the algorithm, and uh, okay. it would give you two teams, and then you would you know there'd be a national championship game, and then uh, everyone else you know the Rose Bowl was a huge game. It was the Big Ten champ versus the Pac-12 champ, and then so are these top four teams voted on? Yes, there's a committee. Ah, uh, okay. So they, uh, so they did away with the computer. Yep. It's Which, not the matrix. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense. I think it's dumb, and people keep pushing for more, more games, more playoff yeah. games. And it's just I, I don't get it. Do like, what's the point? You're just gonna end up at Alabama, Georgia. Yeah, you're just prolonging um, the inevitable. More television. And more time for people to say how much these athletes deserve to get paid, which they do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know. Yeah. And pay the athletes. And then more, you know, Kirk Herb Street, uh, you know, you shouldn't sit out these games. I don't know. It's just silly. Maybe that's the only way to get some of these guys to play late in the year is to make it, you know, so these bowl games are, you know, potentially for the national championship. So, uh, you know. Yeah. You know. Oregon grew get dump trucked by Alabama by 40, and uh, you get to see that uh, defensive lineman play. What I will say, what pisses me off, which, I mean, I'm going to try and sound not as biased as possible because it's really exciting when your two biggest rivals are the two best teams in the country, and that's Alabama and Georgia. So that's been really exciting. But what's frustrating is – They've played each other less than, like, a month ago. Yeah. And now they're going to play each other again. To me, that doesn't make any sense. If you lose the championship game, you shouldn't be in the playoff. You're done. That's a play-in game. You're done. Pack it in. Like, that's just my two cents. But anyway, we're going to talk about what everyone's here for. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to talk about our three favorite TV shows. And I'm going to start it off. Yes. All right. With number three, 
Game of Thrones. If it wasn't for the final season, Game of Thrones would have been probably number one on my list. But was that bad? It just it hurt me. It's I'm still hurt. I actually tweeted about a couple months ago. I said I think I'm about. I'm, I feel like I'm mentally in a place now where I could rewatch the show <laughs> and like be happy again. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I, n- I never watched Game of Thrones. I had zero interest, but the amount of people that talked about it, it was just like, it was nauseating. So I, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine so, a workplace. I mean, it's it was kind of brutal like, in you know, college. Like, how do you know someone does CrossFit? They'll tell you. It's like, <laughs> how do you know someone watches Game of Thrones? They'll, they'll tell you. You got to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Monday morning. <laughs> did you watch the episode last night? Yeah. Yeah. Number three for me, Entourage. I watched it recently through COVID. Oh, my goodness. Still holds. Vinny Chase and the Chasers. Fantastic. Entourage for me, number three. Entourage. You're going to get a theme with mine. Are you a home box office schnob? (laughs) Are they all HBO? They are all HBO. I love that. No, the guy I was telling you before the show that we talked through our list together, and he he was like, this is all HBO shows. I was yeah. like, wow. I was, I was trying to get away from it somehow, but I yeah. can't. Yeah. What a snob. Just tell people you got money, Scott, without telling people you have money. <laughs> All my favorite TV shows are HBO. <laughs> uh, no, uh, number two for me was, oh, God, what did I say it was? Um, Mandalorian. I've really enjoyed Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. A uh, bit of a Star Wars nerd, so... Uh, Filoni and Favreau do a phenomenal job producing, uh, and they just they do a lot of nods to the OG Star Star Wars people like me that get us excited. <laughs> and it's really good storytelling, and it's not a bunch of crazy guys running around swinging lightsabers at each other all the time. There's actually like character <laughs> development and stuff, so it's good. Okay. And it, it's de- delivered. Another one I'm never gonna watch. That, and that's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. There's a theme for mine too. (laughs) Uh, Number two for me, The Wire, uh, Baltimore drug trade, uh, five seasons, all going to different uh, areas of the drug trade, and then centering on you know the the Barksdale crew, and then eventually the uh, Marlo Stanfield crew. Awesome, Uh, The Wire. Wire is a good one. Uh, Number one for me, uh, I tried to. When it came, went off of Netflix, I did the best I could to survive without it. I just can't do it. Uh, I need it in my life at all times. I fell asleep to it in college all the time. It was always on my TV. And that is The Office. <laughs> all right. It's my favorite show all of all right. time. Uh, and I watch it all the way through. So for you people that stop watching after, like, after season seven when Michael leaves, just give eight and nine a shot. It's different, but it's good. Uh, it was actually a ultimatum with my wife because she would just watch me watch the office when we'd be together and laugh at me laughing and i said before we get married you have to watch this all the way through on your own because it's <laughs> it's one of those shows what i love about it is you can put it on tv and you can watch any episode and it's funny but also it's a very good story from start to finish number one the office always all right i like the office uh but my number one is The Sopranos. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. It was just so good. It's just so good. Uh, yeah. But I have some very near misses. Uh, Ozark, oh, The Affair, God. 
and a, a little bit recent, but oh, friend Seinfeld, obviously, friend Seinfeld. But I'll tell you, I love Cobra Kai. Oh, really? It's a show to watch right now. Really? Cobra Kai is fantastic. It okay. It's so entertaining. I've also recently uh, dipped my toes into Ted Lasso. So, Phenomenal. And not what I was expecting, and it's, uh, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, but yeah, Cobra Kai, man. Cobra Kai is great. You can Ted. watch Cobra Kai. Ted's my my honorable mention. Uh, it could. That's one of those that could leap. For, I feel like could push Game of Thrones out, uh, giving one more season. the The second season, I mean, waterworks for me on like four episodes. I was like, "Geez, Ted Lasso." Yeah, I mean, you just oh, don't right. expect it, and it just kicks you right in the emotions button. And you're like, "Wow, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I love it." Uh, have you seen the affair? I have not actually. Ooh, it's good. It's good. The Where first two seasons really rock. Uh, the the third, eh, four and five get better. Okay. But one and two. One and two of the affair is fantastic. And a very unique point of view of how they, they shoot this, the, the, the show. So what is your – we'll do a bonus question here. What is your version of Game of Thrones where it was a show that you're like, this is awesome – and then all of a sudden you're like, what happened? This sucks. <laughs> uh, Bloodline. Yes. Bloodline seasons yes. one and two. Phenomenal. Really nailed it. And then the third season just fell off a cliff. They <laughs> ran out of it. Thank you. I think th- I think they knew that they were pulling the plug on the show and they just kind of rushed through it. They ripped, they wrote off the sister is, you know. Yeah. They just went in a different direction. And the sheriff was like. I know you murdered him. Sorry, spoiler alert. Like, I know you killed him, but, like, you're the sheriff now. I'm going to work yeah. for your buddy up in New York. It's like, wh- wh- what? Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Uh, uh, the I first hope that doesn't happen phenomenal. with Ozark. My concern with Ozark is, like, you know, like, The Wire, Sopranos, Entourage, even The Affair recently, you can rewatch them. I feel like Ozark's really not one of those. I feel like... Uh, just watch it once and you're done. Yeah, I agree um, with that. But so, I'm, I'm excited for the new season. Yeah, this, coming out soon. Yeah, the new season. They, I feel like this is one of those where they can't have more than – this might be it. This is it. Yeah. This is it. Okay, this they, the they said it's the final season. Good. Because yeah. I was like, there's, everything's kind of coming to a climax, and you hate those shows where they – They hang on too long. Yeah. It's like just, just end it. Be good. And, I mean, it's phenomenal. I mean, great show. So we'll see. Of, you know, Breaking Bad was one of those shows that I enjoyed, but like the first couple seasons were very meh. Mm-hmm. The last season was awesome. Uh, yeah. Breaking Bad. So freaking good. They, 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 they brought it together. They really nailed the last season. But as a whole, the show was just meh. In my meh. Opinion. Okay. I'm trying to think of it. Yeah. I, Bloodline was one of those shows. After the first season, I was like, man, this is great. Ozark's phenomenal. There's a lot of good ones out there. There's so much out there. To consume, yeah, it's crazy. There's Absolutely. a lot of shows that like are just like a, a limited release. Like, uh, was it? defending Jacob was a good one, yeah, with uh, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, but series, yeah. There's where we are. Sopranos. I mean, come on, Sopranos. Have you watched The Sopranos? I had. So I've told you that I need to watch that. That's one that I've always oh wanted God. to. You gotta watch it. Well, I'm currently yeah. going through. Uh, was it Band of Brothers? Oh, okay. On watch HBO. Yeah. So I'm getting yeah. through that. And then um, 
And then Sopranos is kind of my next home box office to to throw on there. I like it. Yeah. All right. I love it. All right. A lot of good TV shows. You guys got. I'm gonna. I'm tweeting out a poll this week, or I'm tweeting out something to say. Hey, let us know what your three favorite TV shows are. I when feel like you, you can the, judge a person a lot based on what their three TV shows are. When you when you see the picks this weekend, just know that I'm, I'm trying to get a little weird. I'm trying to to to. Uh, um, uh, move up the standing. So yep. I'm probably gonna, I'm going to take some ugly ones, but uh, I do like some of these ugly Nothing games. Nothing to lose, baby. Roll yeah. those dice. Yeah, exactly. Got to do what you got to do. Well, you heard it. We're going to keep it weird this weekend, junkies. Enjoy it. Lots of great football. Once again, if you're watching this weekend, you're watching history. Just take it all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Let us know your favorite TV shows. Uh, thoughts on our lists? I think my list is better, but hey, you know it is what it is. <laughs> I, I I just want to say I diversified my portfolio, Scott. I got HBO, Disney you Plus, did. and Netflix slash Peacock on there. So I mean, you know, but HBO, right. I mean, they make fair, phenomenal, fair. phenomenal products. Don't get me wrong there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so gonna be another great, great weekend. But with that, we are out of here, junkies. Peace. Guilty pleasure, friends. The one with the eggplant. Awesome. Suck the tape.